All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Nerdy. I'm Chris, and let me introduce you to my other co-host, Avery. Avery, how you doing today? What have you been watching? Did you play anything this week? What's going on, Chris? Uh, no, I've been doing really good. You know, it's finally warming up there in Phoenix, how it's supposed to be, and not extremely cold in 40-degree weather, so that's nice. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, it's... I feel it's the perfect temperature, right? It's not too hot yet. It's not too cold. It's perfectly fine. I'm pretty sure I'll regret that statement in about two more months when it starts yeah. to heat up again. <laughs> but March but, uh, suck. Yeah. Uh, but as far as what I'm planning to watch, and so I've actually uh, been watching some Bubba Fett. Uh, you know, I was behind a few episodes. If if you guys, you know, noticed in the past episode, I was completely just letting Steve and Chris do all the talking while I'm just sitting there like, uh-huh, uh-huh, Really? So finally caught up and got that all situated. And uh, as far as playing, you know, the last thing I was playing was the Mass Effect trilogy. Um, have not picked back up on it yet, but I plan to this weekend because I have done some gaming in a while and I kind of really miss it. So that's probably what I'll be playing this weekend, finishing that up, um, starting with Mass Effect 3. Because I think I'm pretty much doing Mass Effect 2. So, Okay. Wow. Okay. So yeah, I watched the third episode of Boba Fett twice, just finished the second time before we got started here. Um, and then last night, I watched the last three episodes of the first season of Cobra Kai. Ooh, and okay. then because that season ended in such a shit show, I had to watch the first episode of season two before <laughs> I went to bed. Like, <laughs> I, I really like it. Um... Johnny is perhaps the greatest character on TV right now. Nice. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm gonna keep watching that this week, and then I don't think I really watched anything else. Um, I've since our last episode, I have actually streamed. What was it? Four or five times The Witcher Two. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm really getting into that probably end up doing more of that tonight and tomorrow night um i beat the first boss well i'm tech i guess technically the second boss i'm still in chapter one but mm -hmm. it was big ass sea monster thing um <laughs> so yeah i'm having a blast doing that it's it's getting i it's so much better than the first one and you can definitely uh -huh. see um where they made their improvements from the second to the third. It's it's pretty neat playing it like this because I've I've never played like the newest game and then gone back and played the older ones mm -hmm. of any series that I can think of. Yeah. Um yeah. You're you're a better trooper than me because as soon as I play the newer of anything, I, I cannot I can't go back to an older one. It's the story. Like, I am yeah. So yeah. another reason why I haven't really watched much is because I'm reading the first book. And it's so good. Okay. Oh my gosh. I like yeah, it's it's really good. I am really enjoying it. Uh I did pick this up this week. This is Ooh. Kingsman the Golden Circle. Golden Circle, yeah. I uh can't find the first one at all, even for an outrageous price. Uh-huh. Um so yeah, if you if you happen to see the steel book for the first one, let me know. Because I definitely, I that one's better than the second one, mm -hmm. and I can't bring myself to watch the second one without having the first one. 
that happened first. No, yeah, <laughs> no, agreed. Yeah, no, the first the first one was amazing and a really good introduction to a newer style, you know, younger James Bond type esque, you know, yeah, um, spy movie. It was refreshing and I loved it. I think the week before last, I heard them. I heard someone mention that they're filming the third one. <clears throat> really, with the exit character and not actually like going back to. I think yeah 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 like yeah it. yeah it's a continuation from the second yeah. one. It's not like okay. like the prequels, the one that's out now, which I still need to go see. Same. Um, yeah. As a matter of fact, are there any other movies that are like out worth going to check out? I don't even know. Like I, I didn't look at all. I was busy. I got slammed at work this week. I was too. Normally, I'm like looking at the movies and seeing. All right, what could I go see this week, or what might yeah. interest me, or something. But I. I don't. I don't think so. Um, not that. Uh, yeah, nothing that I think besides the Kingsman. Oh, this Scream opened this week. Oh, did it? I've I heard very was... mixed reviews on that. I'm not. I'm. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. So... Scream has always. Scream has always been a. I mean, it's besides the. I'll probably say the first two. Scream hasn't really been doing so well. Well, yeah, as they brought back all the people from the first one or whatever. Yeah. Which is interesting because I thought, if I'm not mistaken, from the last Scream, I thought Courtney Costa's character, I thought she died. I thought she was like stabbed in a barnyard or something. I haven't watched those movies since like high school. <laughs> I mean, the only reason I remember is because I think I was, uh, I think I was watching uh, Critical Drinker. I think he like did something about it. Okay, he was talking about horror movies, and I think that was a mention like once about Scream and all. Like it just stuck in my head. <laughs> okay, I, I I love Critical Drinker. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead. We'll we'll talk about um, kind of this random thing that I came across. I heard about it a couple weeks ago and just didn't think much of it, and then some. And then I was listening to a podcast and someone mentioned it, and that mm-hmm. is the new Wolverine game. Ooh. So Insomniac Games is coming out with the Wolverine game. Um, That's we'll exciting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, could you imagine a Spider-Man like Wolverine game? Like, honestly, it's it's what we de- it's what we deserve. We deserve a, a just a solid Wolverine because that's. I'm 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 glad it's a Samyak that's that's picking up on it. You know, they did amazing with Spider-Man. Um, and I feel they can do something amazing with Wolverine. I, that's super exciting. So my first love from Insomniac was the original Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. I played that on PlayStation 2 forever ago. And mm-hmm. I recently, within the last year, played it again on played the remaster or the remake <clears throat> on PlayStation 4. Yeah. And and I, I just love that game. But the the humor in it is just so good. And, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited to see what they could do with a character like Wolverine. Yeah. So the big news is is this is a PlayStation 5 exclusive. It's not surprising. I mean, Spider-Man's a <laughs> PlayStation right. exclusive. Yeah. So for that, pending, like, so I, I'm I'm never going to pre-order a game, even though I almost did it yesterday. We'll, we'll mm-hmm. go into that in a moment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, like, did you not learn your lesson, man? <laughs> like, 
I'll never pre-order a game and I'll always wait for the suckers <laughs> to check it out <laughs> first. Check, yeah. See what they're saying about the game itself. Right. Um, but this could be be- between this and then the Kotar thing, like mm-hmm. I could be look. I really don't want one, but and the the Spider Man game isn't going to PC as far as mm-hmm. I know. I don't think it is. Not, yeah, um, not that I've heard of. Yeah, even though God of War just came out to PC, I believe yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, so th- this might if this is game's good, I might go out and buy me a PlayStation <laughs> Five, play this, and then maybe turn around and sell it. I don't know. <laughs> right <laughs> you must buy yourself a a, a wolverine kotar machine yeah play those yeah, yeah. and then yeah sell them. well i'm so i'm a little nervous about the kotar thing and that's because yeah. they hired a writer and the writer's a dumbass oh boy. Um, yeah uh so i'm not 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 too I'm worried about the story in Kotar. There's no reason to change the story in Kotar. There's, yeah, there's absolutely no reason. Like they don't have like the story. The story is well written as it is. Mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine. That's um, why I played the game because I'm right. not the whole turn-based thing. Not yeah, my yeah. thing. And that was the right. first one I ever beat like that. Right, because the story is so compelling. So like, hopefully, by them hiring a writer, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe it's just to. I don't even want to say like update a few things as far as you know, you know how the progression of writing has gone these days. But even then, I'm still worried because like the writing was just was that solid. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. I mean, and, unless they're like because I know that the type of gameplay they're going for now, where it's more action based. You know, maybe they're trying to. I can see maybe helping with the writing for there to kind of help speed. You know, not speed it up, but kind of make it flow more fluently with that type of style of gameplay versus the turn base. But other than that, I don't think there's much needs to be changed. Yeah, there's no way you're gonna get around the whole um dialogue prompts. Like that's mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's part those, yeah, that's that's part of the experience. Yeah, so there yeah. so that just does so there's nothing in there that needs to be changed. I mean, maybe yeah. maybe like I don't know, I the order that they come in, the flow that shouldn't change at all. Like everything should just kind of be exactly the same just looks yeah. way better like please right, right. Just, just please please <laughs> for the love of god please just like don't do not change the change it. <laughs> like we don't need no sjw's in it we don't need no the cancel culture like just leave it as it is it's, it's fine, fine. It, it's, it's not fine. bad there's nothing wrong with it anyway no, really. so wolverine um playstation 5 exclusive i've heard a rumor Okay. That it could be rated M. Really? That's that's, uh, that's now that's now I'm now I'm really excited. Okay. All right. I'm here for it. So, yeah, I if if they come out with a rated M Wolverine game, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to be all in. That's no, um, that, that that's perfect. If I'm not mistaken, uh the the Deadpool game that they um came well, not inside me, but you know they had a Deadpool game that was rated yeah too, you know. And honestly, it wouldn't be Deadpool if it was rated T. No. Like it, ha- it had to be rated M. You know, like that's I'm, just how that character is. Yeah, that'd be like coming out with a rated E Punisher game. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like, we don't want Fortnite Punisher. We don't want Fortnite no. Wolverine, even <laughs> though we have Fortnite Wolverine. But that's different. right. Yeah, but yes, yeah, rated M Wolverine. That's perfect, right? Because mm-hmm. you just. I mean, for fuck's sake, he has aluminium claws. All right, like I want to see, I want to see some bloodshed. Like I, I just, you know, I want to. I want to see. So I'm gonna, 
go ahead and just have this play here. I'm not going to put on the sound because it's definitely copyrighted music on the background. Yeah. Like we can just kind of get an idea. Should no. I, I should. There. Mm. <laughs> not actual gameplay. Yeah, we have everyone learned their lesson with that. <laughs> but this uh, this could be the opening scene. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut scenes was probably yeah, perfectly fine. Oh no, shiny knife. It looks really good. Ooh, ooh. Well, his hands are all bloody, and he and, yeah. he, and he looked all weathered. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like a true Canadian. Like a true, like a true Canadian. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm super excited. I've, I love what Insomniac pulled, pull, puts out. You know, um, they, re- you know, of course, recently they showed themselves the, the powerhouse that they are with the Spider-Man games, um, and their amazing storytelling. I mean, I just like Mar- uh, Marvel Spider-Man, Insomniac Spider-Man was probably, you know, one of the most compelling stories that I've you know, went, you know, went through recently, mm-hmm. right. You know, um, it had, it just hit, it hit all the marks, right. There was, there was that wittiness from Spider-Man. There was the drama, there was the intensity of, you know, find the villains and, you know, and then just the, the heartbreak, right. Mm-hmm. You know, of just him losing, I mean, spoiler, but damn, the game's been out for like three years, you know, been, um, yeah. you know, of his aunt May leaving and that impact, like I, Oh, it was so much. It was a lot. <laughs> Yeah, and and the gameplay. Like yeah. so do you do you remember the Spider-Man games on the original Xbox and the PlayStation 2? Oh yeah, definitely. Spider-Man so, 2 was my jam. Yeah, those were awesome and it was so nice to see that they were able to recapture the swinging and yeah. the fight and and they made the fighting better and yeah. like it was just they, they Insomniac did a great job. They did. Yeah, swinging across New York was fun. It was mm-hmm. an absolute joy, you know, and that the last time I had fun swinging like that was, yeah, Spider-Man 2. Yeah. You know, when we had that. And it was funny for the longest, people are like, man, there's, there'll be no other better swing mechanic than Spider-Man 2, like, ever. Like, that was just top notch. And it was. It was top notch. And then, and Simon came out, it's all like, watch me. <laughs> and, and it I did hope so with all the extra processing power they have and everything. Well, but... Yeah, that too, right? <laughs> like, that kind of helped a little bit. Um, um yeah this the swinging was was yeah definitely the the key takeaway in that game and then you know the, the story and just the fact like in, it's it's rare for like um open world games like that to have fun side activities to do you know so and yeah mm-hmm. i was just thinking um it had it not been i want to say outer worlds came out had mm-hmm. that game not came out i i would have 100% in spider-man mm-hmm. i just never went back to it yeah. um yeah, no, that was something that I was doing, working on, and then Outer Worlds came out, and I got distracted. <laughs> right, yeah, which makes so, sense. Yeah, so like I've I've got it paused on his fists here and everything because this just looks so good. And I was mentioning a game that I almost pre-ordered yesterday because <laughs> like like it it was like on the front page of the Steam store, and it's something that I've been kind of watching. Uh, so I watched all the trailers for Elden Ring yesterday okay and that game looks so goddamn beautiful like and and i can't beat the first boss in fucking dark souls like (laughs) 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 
<laughs> but I am seriously thinking about picking this game up just because it looks so good and just making myself go through that torture. Just photographics. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so yeah. they worked with Mr. George R. R. Martin for the game. Really? Yes. Ooh, okay. So All right. this this has potential for having a great story. Definitely, definitely. Okay. I'm I'm intrigued. because uh, yeah, I I definitely get my ass kicked on uh Dark Souls all the time, but I would I would put up with that torment for a beautiful story and graphics. <laughs> yeah. So Emmanuel, he's beaten all the from software games. He's beaten, you know, the Dark Souls, he's beating um Bloodborne and whatever. Mm-hmm. It, I, I actually I don't know if he did uh Sekiro. I don't know if I don't I don't know if he could get past that giant monkey in Sekiro. Um yeah, I heard about that damn monkey. But so we I'm I'm gonna try and figure out how because they always do kind of like a weird multiplayer thing where like mm-hmm. someone can kind of help you. And so I might just have him we we might just play it together like that yeah. and see, yeah. see how that goes. Yeah. But yeah, I'm super excited. Uh that's so we've got this Wolverine game, we've got Elden Ring, we've got I, I can't wait for the Harry Potter game that's supposed to be coming out this year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um yeah. I think that's it. You got you, you got anything else coming up that you're interested in? Uh let me see. So yeah, we got yeah, Kotar, like you said, Harry Potter. Kotar's um, gonna be a few years though. Yeah, that'll, that'll be a few years. But yeah, the Harry Potter. And yeah, I might check out this Elden Ring too because I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for I'm I'm a sucker for graphics. Just watch all uh, the trailers, dude. Just yeah, watch them. Oh. just so good. Um, but I think oh, uh, Saints Row, a new Saints Row is coming out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, uh, I played the original and th- and I had yeah. a lot of fun with that. And then yeah. a few years ago, I got back into like, um, I don't I don't. Re- I don't remember what it was called, but it was one of the newer ones, and it felt so arcadey. And I was like, it was kind of Grand Theft Auto arcade, but now this yeah. is really it's arcade. Really, yeah, you know. So after, so I've been a a, a huge uh, Saints Row fan for you know since the first one. Um, but it definitely once it got to uh, Saints after Saints Row three, it, it definitely got super arcadey. Like, okay, um, yeah, like it, yeah, it, it gets yeah it got super weird you get you know you're you get superpowers and you're in a uh a matrix-esque type world it it was weird but um saints row 2 is, is, is like my favorite one but like that one was like a good mix of uh of arcade arcade but also more grounded like it was with gta like it was like it, it separated itself from being a gta clone by having its own style and i really uh-huh. loved that's what really like got me hooked into saints row um so so saints row in my opinion gets the credit for adding the gps to all of those kinds of games grand theft auto didn't have it until grand theft auto 4 and that came out after saints row that's like that that gps feature Mm -hmm. changed that whole type of gaming gaming you're right that wow yeah i didn't even even think about that you're right uh yeah because yeah saints row we have saints row 2 had that and that was a huge help like Having, mm-hmm. a G- having a GPS I, that year, it changed everything. And as far as gaming and trying to, you know, look at the map and wait until the little that little bubble turns bigger it means you're closer. Like that was a mess. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Now, like, so uh, now I'm thinking, like, back when I was playing 
Vice City and stuff, like I pretty much had that map memorized. Yeah, and it was it was also smaller too, right? Like yeah. the maps oh, were yeah. smaller. So like you pretty much just knew where to go. Like you you mm-hmm. knew your landmarks. You're like, oh, okay, I know where that's at. Like it was super easy. But like for a game like GTA 4, like if they didn't have a GPS system, I'd be like, fuck that. I'm not. I'm not trying to find anything. I've never, I've, I'm, so I was trying to play Grand Theft Auto 4. I've maybe spent five to six hours in it just because I didn't have a 360 or a PlayStation 3. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, so I, I wouldn't know. I've, I've beat Grand Theft Auto 5 though a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, what was I just thinking? You were talking about something. Damn it. Uh, let's see. He was talking about Saints Row. Was talking about oh, that's right. The Saints. So I remember the new Saints Row. There's a lot of drama behind that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It took out all the gangster and put in a bunch of like millennial Zoomer, millennial Zoomer type shit, and then set in the West type things. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird, man. Like it. So it's, it's this this new wave of uh you know trying to it's honestly it's it's just it's just all sjw shit it's what i think of well, it but you like you know what this might we might re- be revisiting this conversation a little bit later with uh boba fett but it what i'm calling it is the uh sanding of the rough edges they don't mm-hmm. want they want everything soft they want everything cuddly right they they, they want to you know cover offend nobody and make sure everyone is represented which uh, whew, i mean that that itself i've had a conversation with someone a long with a long conversation about that about representation and you know i i don't know i feel like as being part of this the generation but i'm the older part of millennial generation i'm the, the older part of the millennial generation well i'm like in the cusp of the older you know like okay. i'm like right there like I, so I mean, yeah I yeah yeah the, the, <laughs> personally i think the generation system is just broken now it's, it's really, yeah, like, it's broken. It, it it doesn't work like that anymore because there's so it, many yeah. different factions inside the millennials. Right. Like, it's like the older millennials and then the older older millennials and they were like yeah. the 90s. It's yeah, it's it's a mess. But yeah, it, representation in 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 media, I I don't know. Like it's for for okay to to pretty much just to sum up like a conversation conversation I had with a friend, um, the representation of just anybody like whether you're uh. Uh, PLC, you know, person of color. If you're a diff, you know, if you rep, you know, identify yourself as them, they, gay, whatever it may be, that representation has always been in media. It's mm-hmm. just never been bluntly thrown in your face like it is today. It's always well, just been subtle and within the story. Like it wasn't the main. It wasn't a character. It was just a personality or you know something you may were, but that wasn't the highlight of who you are. Versus now, it's an actual caricature <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know yeah now it definitely it's more like check boxes than actually yeah. building a character yeah you ever, exactly you ever watch young rip of 59 no so he's a big he, he does politics but he's he's big comic book nerd huge comic okay. book nerd you you might find some of his stuff interesting about these kinds of things mm-hmm. um he also has a mixtape out that i have been thoroughly enjoying for about six to nine months no shit that's yeah dope. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a link to that it's really yeah, it's really good as a, as a matter of fact we could use his music he it's for, it's fair use for oh, okay with, with that mixtape so we could use that if we wanted to yeah but I, I would love to promote him though yeah that'd be cool um 
well, it, it's it's kind of political and like it, it's all whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it, you know what? Actually, Ripa Raps Part Four is not political and it's fucking fire. <laughs> so maybe we can use that one. That one's my favorite. Um, nice. But yeah, the 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 character thing. I, well, you know what? I don't think we're. Yeah, we're not building characters. We're just having people and creating content. Yeah, we're we're just like you like you said. We're just Consume. checking off boxes. You know. Yeah, you know. We're, we're. It's just. It's not. It's no longer. You know, building a character and a story, and it just so happened that they are this type. You know, they have whoever mm-hmm. they identify themselves. Now it's all like, no, I identified myself as this, and this is this is me. This is my character. This is my story. And Ooh. it's like that's you know. I, I just saw a quote the other day about mm. how identity is like a weak replacement for character. <laughs> wow. Like, is it, yeah. Is, yeah, it's character. Characters need character. Yeah. And then yeah. whatever they look like, I don't care. Exactly. Especially right. a fiction because there's like purple <clears throat> shit and whatnot. Like, you know, like right. aliens yeah. and everything. I can relate yeah. to whatever if they have some sort of character within their exactly. character. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that was an interesting side conversation. <laughs> that, was, that was good. So <laughs> let's, let's, good let's move on to one of our main stories here. Take two is going to purchase Zanga or has purchased Zanga for $12.7 billion. It's a nice chunk of change. And I'm not really all that surprised because Zanga has been around for a hot minute and they kind of started the whole Facebook gaming. Facebook gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to say we might even know people who used to work for Zanga. I want to say our former boss. I yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I, I think so. I know I've I haven't um, worked with Zynga, but I know like you know when I was working doing you know like we in our previous episode we were talking about game testing and stuff. I did have a couple of contracts um, with Zynga and their Facebook gaming, but like haven't you know personally as far as being under them have worked with them but yeah mm-hmm. they've been out for a minute so most of this article just goes on about like how much it's going to cost and they're buying with like stocks and cash and all this stuff but the one thing i wanted to point out is that highlighted paragraph i have here hmm. this is coming from take two the company said zynga's expertise could help drive its free-to-play and cross-platform ambitions and help it bring take two's console pc properties to mobile and add new game modes oh. So, which, whatever, I don't, I, I don't care. They made, they made Grand Theft Auto mobile and that was fine. You know, I don't care. I don't have to play it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had it and it was, it, it was, I didn't play it long because you know, the whole, we, 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 we talked about it. The digital control pads are ass. Crap. Yeah. Like maybe on a tablet, but not on a phone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you need that tactileness when you're like trying to move. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, doing doing a whole touch touch screen, it just it doesn't work. The touch, this, yeah. So they're looking. So it could help drive its free to play and cross platform ambition. So cross platform is obviously going from big to small. Probably. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? They might go small to big because there are like, can't you get Candy Crush on Steam or some shit? Like, there's games like that. Yeah, yeah, you can get Candy Crush on Steam. Yeah. Um, and I, I think um, so. 
it's interesting. So what what immediately brings to my attention about you know their free to play and, and cross platforming? Um, I know one big thing when they did free play was when they released a lot of their two K games, like the you know NBA and stuff. They was they usually always release um, a mobile app version for it, as far as like a, a like you know like a Magic esque type mobile app where you yeah, collect they've cards. Yeah, the, the companion app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I've been in on all that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. Same and. You know, so that immediately thinks to me like if they're trying to bring that into, like you were saying, to like PC or, you know, more they, even on console so that they can grab, you know, more money from that way. They kind of did do that with Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Yeah. Um, With the dog and everything, which I spent like That's five right. minutes in that app and I was like, whatever. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, what was it like? You, you, it was like you customize your license plate and then you, you like play with your dog. And yeah. Then, yeah, and then you can see them in game that we pretty much never really cared about. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Um, yeah. So the free to play thing. What are the odds that we get a free to play Grand Theft Auto Six, and it's just online, no story, and, and and they'll call they'll call it Grand Theft Autos. Maybe they just call it Grand Theft Auto Online. Grand Theft Auto online. Yeah. But like, what if? And 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 they and they wanted these. They wanted those great minds of Zanga that actually know how to make pay to win a reality mm-hmm. type thing. Mm-hmm. You know because, that that oh, it's 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 scary to think that something like that is 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 a that can be a definite right. Only because I mean, if you look at GTA Five now, right? They focus solely on just online, right? Everything. New content, whatever is 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 straight on like doing their mm-hmm. GTA online platform. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right with you know they have the the Mega Shark cars like they so they've implemented you know in a sense they've implemented free to play for a while right just with the price tag mm-hmm. of sixty dollars to buy the you know the the base copy, but since then you know they've just all the online stuff is you know free. But it's the the grinding aspect of free to play. Like they have that already implemented in there. So the only thing left to implement as far as like free to play and how mobile is is doing the whole like energy thing, right? Where you can only play so much until your energy runs out. Gotta wait have, twenty hours or whatever to right. go and do something, or, or, yeah. or buy the energy pack and shit yep. like that, right? So that scares me because that's where I feel that's where it's gonna go. Especially with when when you're mentioning GTA Six, they're already their foot's already in the door, you know. Right. I don't think you can add that kind of mechanics to a console console. PC, yeah. the, the, the waiting the yeah. waiting game. Right. Um because like they'll just stop turning your game on and turn on another game that will just let them fucking play. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I think because I'm trying to remember, so I know one uh game I think that's very similar to this free to play style. Um I haven't played it personally, but I've heard, you know, mixed things about it, but Genshin Impact. You heard of that? I have. You know what? Yeah. You you vamp real quick. I gotta step away. Okay. Keep talking. <laughs> talk. Um, but yeah, so this will be interesting. I'm just gonna monologue everything. But uh, so another type of free to play, you know, that's similar to what I think they're trying to go for with the the combination of Zynga and GTA is Genshin Impact. That's available, you know, through console, that's available through you know, PC and mobile. And I haven't personally played it, but I know that mechanic. It's a lot of just a grind fest, right? It's they make it very 
hard to progress because like again it's free to play and then they have the option to where you can um <clears throat> buy booster packs like they buy booster packs to help speed things on and i think for something like gta in order to kind of create that free-to-play mechanics i think that's something they'll do you know instead of doing like um you know, instead of doing the whole energy pack where like you only have a certain amount of energy a day, they'll do the booster packs where like, hey, if you don't want to grind to get this uh, uh, shirt or car or whatever, you know, buy this amount, a certain amount, and then that will boost, you know, that that process up. Oh, hey, what's up, Chris? I was just talking Hi. about you. Thank you for vamping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was just talking shit about you. No, no, I was... um. So I was just monologuing myself and I was thinking a good way to implement, you know, that free to play style. So one thing that Genshin Impact does is like they don't do the energy thing, but what they do is like a, a like a booster, like a booster pack. So like say if you wanted to get a, a an outfit or a weapon or something like that and you don't want to grind forever to get it, you get this booster pack to help give you the points needed or XP, whatever needed to get that. And I think that's one way, you so know, XP they boost, could probably implement like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think that's one thing they could probably they'll probably implement as far as like a, a free to play GTA. It can't be online if that's the case. True, because you got people who True. won't be able to afford that, and you got people who won't want to do that, and then you'll have people just smoking them. You know, the whales. That's that's true. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, when yeah, when you start thinking of the PvP aspect, like yeah, that that's it. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to do something like that. Um, and I, I mean, yeah, that, that's I guess that that raises a good question of, you know, how they would implement this, you know, as far as a free to play style, because you're right, even if you even for like mobile games, right? Like, you know, when you do the whole um, buying the uh, gems or whatever to get, you know, the the super pack or a super character, or whatever, and you go into a, a an arena, it's not it's still not PVP, like it's still just. You know, you put a defense of your characters and then like they just do their own thing, but like you're still not, you know, battling anybody. It's it's still at a computer. You you know who does this really well? Hmm. Fortnite. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean it's it's a really simple game, mm-hmm. but the model of just coming out with extra crap for people if they want to buy it, yeah, yeah, every few months or whatever it is. Right. Like that works and the kids eat it up. Yeah, they do. Cause it's it's all cosmetic, right? Like all the yeah. all the things you get, like yeah. yeah, it's all it's all cosmetic, which and is you, crazy. And you, and you can it's grind like, for the cosmetics. I mean, obviously, some of them you don't get because you don't have you're not the pro level or whatever, and yeah, yeah, yeah. locked off, but that's that's a normal thing for these games and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Fortnite Fortnite kills it with that whole model. Yeah, and and it's it's crazy. To, so like, I don't know, and I I think this is why I was never really big into Fortnite. Like, cosmetics are cool, you know, but I would I don't I'm just not that interested to spend money on you know a skin version of whatever care, pop culture character and some wacky ass dance move just so I can show virtually that I bought this stupid skin <laughs> and did a dance. I'll go buy my own T-shirt, you know. Yeah, yeah, like, right. Like it's that, yeah, like that that concept. And and I mean, obviously, it's 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 targeted towards the younger generation, and it's it's just it just worries me. So like, they're just so gullible. Like you're you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars for these skins, and it's like, why? <laughs> well, now this 
brings up an interesting conversation for us later and parenting through the uh, digital wasteland. <laughs> uh, I, feel, yeah, I kind of feel like that's actually would be a very good content creation for that, me, especially yeah. as like coming to be about to be father. Like, I feel that could be very interesting. Yeah, um, I like it. So, anyways, I don't. I honestly, I don't see this affecting anything. Like, look, NBA Two K is mm-hmm. a shithole already with these microtransactions. They don't need Zangus help for that. Um, exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, yeah. And, it, it was, yeah. Yeah. And Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto Five. I almost said six. Good lord, I'm just yeah. getting excited. <laughs> um, but they're they're, they're just. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. They just can't stop making money. Um, right. It, it's so money it, yeah. So it, right. So it's like, why, you know, why Zynga? Like, why do they need them? Just because... the mobile. Sp- I, I honestly think it was just an addition to mm-hmm. have some to, to the specifically diversify the the business and get more, yeah. the, get more of those people that are only playing games on phones. I don't think it's going to have any effect on um, PC or PC or console games. No. Yeah. Yeah, um, and even if it does, we won't notice because they're already doing those kind of predatory things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's go ahead and let's get into another predator. Oops, shit! Hit my knee on my desk. Um, <laughs> it's because you're too tall, man. That's what happens when tall people. Yeah, center well, of gravity doesn't exist. Doesn't help, but I've got like two desk legs, like right there, and. um so yeah let's go and let's 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 get into this uh book of boba fett here the the former predator boba fett (laughs) so let me get my notes up so what did you think of the first two episodes you didn't get a chance to right yeah i guess yeah i guess i didn't really get a chance to talk about it um I enjoyed it. So, um, the first episode was was really good. I at first I was kind of skeptical. I'm like, okay, so how are they going to not first not only introduce Boba Fett back into the world, but like how like how's the introduction going to be? And I was not disappointed at all. I thought him, you know, crawl clawing his way out. and then out into you know freedom was really dope i I thought seeing the inside of and for some reason i can't i can't remember the damn monster's name thank you (laughs) starlight fake seeing both the inside of it and him crawling i was pretty dope um definitely a lot of claustrophobic vibes was happening and i was like i would have liked that to have been a little longer yeah agreed uh yeah I, i definitely a little longer um but uh yeah no I, I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode i thoroughly enjoyed the second episode and i understood now the conversation that both you and and steven were having as far as um you know the tuscan raiders and kind of that more deep dive or given i guess more person i guess they give more personality like they gave the tuscan raiders or i guess i guess you say they gave that tribe of the tuscan raiders more personality because they were you know they were mentioning like you know Tuscanators have different tribes and they do different things. And this one, they're more passive and all that, whatever good stuff. Um, but you know, I actually like I like that. And the reason why I like this is because as far as you know, 
a episonic series is concerned, I like that. I like the development of of the the world of Star Wars because I think one thing, you know, as far as me when it comes to Star Wars, what I love most is the characters and the and just the potential for the stories that can happen in this world, you know, because I despise the new Star Wars movies. Like I don't like them at all. You know, the prequels are okay. And of course the original are OG, but I think it's more of just the fact that for me, it's the whole store, the story building of this, this brand new sci-fi world and just the possibilities of all these characters. So I really actually appreciate the, the development of getting to know the Tusken Raiders a little more. I thought it was interesting. I thought that was really cool. Um, the, 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 the Raider, the Tusken that I called him Mr. I called him Dreadlock Man because he looked like he had dreads. The one I was teaching Boba Fett, you know, how to fight with the stick. A lot of people say it's a woman. You know, I thought, yeah. So I was thinking about that too. I, cause yeah, I was, it was a, yeah, like a scene in smaller there. Where frame. Like, yeah. It was smaller frame and like it looked like there was like in the chest area, like, yeah. Those shoulders. And, right. <laughs> but like, I thought that was character was dope, even though like they didn't really talk much. I just, mm-hmm. the, the, the design cost, like the costume of the design was really dope. Um, the, the fighting between them, like the training was really dope. You know, when Boba Fett was making his, his staff was, was pretty dope. I, you know, I like the, I like, I think for me, what it was the most, it's the little things. I like the silent, uh, uh, nod or there's not silent nod, but just a silent, like, Hey, am I doing this right? That he would do, you know, like he would look at the, the person and be like, hmm? be like, yep. I was like, cool. Like, I kind of, I like that because, you know, it, it kind of just showed, because you know, obviously Boba Fett, he's not he's not a Tuscan Raider. Their 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 language is different. How they you know talk is just different. But there's you know they use the physical you know they use hand gestures. They use their 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 facial instruction. I like I really like that. I thought it was really really well done. You know, and that would really kind of like just stuck with me the most as far as on that episode was seeing that hey these are two different types of people, but yet look how they can still get along. Like how they can figure you know still talk to each other. I thought that was really dope. That was really cool. That was interesting the way that they communicated. They they used the same sign language for like three different things, but mm-hmm. yeah. 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 <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just, it, it was this or whatever was like meant right. like go forward and go stop. Forward and then like <laughs> stop was yeah. It was yeah, very basic, you know. Yeah, very basic open uh, and warning, like <laughs> right. Or you know, forward, back. <laughs> it's like very basic, but you know, it, it it got the point across, and you know, I thought that that was, that was pretty cool. Uh, little subtle details that they were doing as far as that communication aspect for it. Um, and then, so, you know, of course, go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, um, and then seeing the, the 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 twins, right? You know, Boba Fett's, I mean, Jingle, uh, Jabba the Hutt's uh, cousins was 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 very cool. And then, what so one thing I'll definitely say, you know, bring in. That, that visual aspect that I love very most. I'm loving the fact that they're using a lot of just practical stuff, like the costume designs for like the aliens and stuff oh, like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, 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 you know, it's, it's less CGI, more practical. Like they, you know, actually just had puppets like the, um, you know, when they're in the Katana and, you know, they had the music playing like the, I forgot what alien, the alien or what alien the elephant thing is, but that was, you know, practical like it looked it looked like a puppet but i felt like it fit like it worked you know i wish they would have done practical with the huts that's where yeah that's where i was going with the huts looked to me 
really bad. <laughs> it would have been, been so dope if they did the Hutt's practical. It, that that would have felt like Star Wars. It would have. It would have. One hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Because every time they were starting to talk, it, it just it looked weird. Mm -hmm. It didn't look well, right. And, and the shadows just weren't right on like yeah the shadows on the curves of the Hutt's just weren't quite right there. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they definitely they could have they could have went practical easily like that. I don't know why they didn't. I don't know. It might have been actually heavy to carry that son of a bitch around though. <laughs> They would have had to have actually gotten some people doing that. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, they also could have just used some, you know, some wires to kind of like hang it yeah. as well, you know, and then just cut that in post edit, cut the wires out. Like that, that should be that wouldn't, that wouldn't be too too bad. But I mean, everything else, like they did it practical. It was nice, you know. I liked it. Even the even the stuff that wasn't, you know, the um the little dog creatures that the Tuskins had were pretty cool. I thought the design of them were pretty cool and um. You know, CGI wise, I thought that was really well done. So there was a lot of CGI stuff they did that was really good. But I, I am glad they stuck more on the practical side with everything. You're right with with like the aliens and stuff, um, like the pikes and everything. Mm -hmm. That was that was definitely practical stuff. Yeah, and then, and then obviously the co the co they they made the costumes. Yeah, yeah, they made the costumes, and it looked really good. Like the costumes are really good. So let's get into episode three. So this is pretty much the opening. We've got this robot here who worked for Jabba the Hutt, kind of, and Bib Fortuna, kind of giving him layout of the land, saying, like, these three families control these three sections. Um, So this is what's going on. And then Bib was paying the mayor, which, mm -hmm. as yeah. Boba Fett's opinion, should be the exact opposite. Opposite, right. I don't yeah. think he's wrong. No, um. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like no, you pay me. I'm the crime lord. I'm the one that's supposed to decide if how long you should be mayor. <laughs> so this was a pretty, pretty, pretty basic setup of them, them just going over, kind of like touching on what the, what we learned from the last episode, and then mm -hmm. we get this guy coming down, and then the Gamorans come in, and this is where I, for me, I felt like this was a continuity issue. The Gamorians, whatever you call them, they one of them came down the stairs and spoke, and then this robot translated it. Whereas in the first episode, Boba Fett and Fennec specifically mentioned made a joke about needing a protocol droid. Right. So now this guy. So I mean, maybe they gave him a protocol chip. I don't know. But anyways, yeah, <laughs> that was the thing. Little, so then, thing. yeah. So then we get into oh i hope it plays the next picture the nope it didn't okay hold on just together I, I was i was trying to get fancy with this stuff and uh <laughs> i made like an album out of the uh screenshots like no son of a <laughs> um but it wouldn't put they wouldn't let me put them in the order i wanted to to show up <clears throat> lame anyways so Milton shows up. He lost mm -hmm. his stapler. And, and, and his water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was, I was pretty excited to see this guy because I think he's funny. I mean, obviously, yeah. this wasn't the time for that. But um, so these people, he he comes in and he kind of, he, he the way he talks to Boba Fett's very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, he, he, he butters his biscuit but yet is honest about where like the town isn't loyal 
to Boba Fett yet, <clears throat> which I mean makes sense. How long has he been there? A week, two? A week, like, yeah. It hasn't been long at all. Right. <laughs> it doesn't seem long like at I mean, all. The, yeah, like the freaking you know, Jabba's cousins were coming in, but say claim, right? He hasn't he hasn't said, yeah. you know, put his stones in yet. Well, I mean, who knows how long it took him to get from Hutta or wherever that planet is that they're from or that they've yeah. been hanging out where all the debauchery and everything happens. Could you debauchery and all that stuff with the huts? Like I hard, it would look disgusting. Hard pass. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> like I, I do not need to see there should be uh, an episode man. on that just saying disney we you, you talk about it you got to make it happen you got to like, make it happen <laughs> i just, I just don't want to i don't want to see any fan art i don't see nothing of anything oh, from no, no, no. from Huda. like i don't care <laughs> just, yeah, yeah. like i don't <laughs> um so he goes about and he's i can't remember the character i'm just gonna call him milton we'll um call him milton yeah, yeah. He, he, so he's going on about how like the city doesn't really respect him, doesn't respect Boba Fett yet, and right. how he just uh, these these cyborgs essentially these these people with robot who fuse themselves together with robot parts have been stealing water from him, and he said he told Boba Fett that if he takes care of this issue for him, he will double his tribute, mm-hmm. and. The way that Boba Fett and Fennec looked at each other, that made it sound, they, it made it look like that would be a significant sum. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have no idea what tribute is. We also have no idea what the economy of what is it, Moss Esper? We have no Mos idea. What, yeah. yeah, we have no idea what the economy of Moss Esper is, but yeah. Anyways, so Boba Fett agrees. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll help. I'll help take care of this. So he mobs up on the crew. He noticed all these mm-hmm. kids drinking water. Mm-hmm. And he's like, where'd you get that water? And they ignore him. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you know who I am? And so, of course, they're like, yeah, you're Boba Fett. You're the crime lord or whatever. Mm-hmm. And right. And like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> And so come, so he's like, well, you, you live in the working dis the workers district. And she's like, there's no jobs. How we -hmm. can't afford water. He's charging us a month's wages for a week's worth of water. Mm -hmm. Um, So these kids are uh, essentially victims of society. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a lame trope. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, right like it's 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 introducing yeah introducing you know the the what do you what do you call it the and anti you know society kids of you know we don't we don't follow we don't follow no rules you know fuck mm-hmm. you know fuck the system type thing right 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 okay um so he's like so the and I don't know where it is that they're at right now, but Milton comes out from this door right here mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. the left. And I'm like, were they just robbing water and drinking Chill, it out in front of the store? Right like, in front of you? <laughs> like, that's bold. Like, <laughs> and so and so Milton overhears them talking. He's like, no, 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 you're supposed to arrest them or whatever. And 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 Boba Fett's all like, no, you're charging too much for water. Um Here's here's not even half of what of what they stole from you and right coins right and uh, and, and yeah. the, 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 obviously Milton was not impressed with that so I'm I'm right 
expecting that to come back and bite them in the butt. Definitely, especially the way how they, yeah, especially how the way how they kind of just lingered on him after you know both Boba Fett and the 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 crew of of younglings <laughs> left. It kind of he was kind of playing with the bag and like, hmm, okay. Especially after even Boba Fett's are like, oh, also by the way, you know, cut your prices down too. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I will say this was a poor business decision by Boba Fett. Oh um, yeah, he hired four people mm-hmm. who he doesn't know a damn thing about and gave up money yeah yeah and, and and if i'm that guy who just got burned by boba fett i'm like all right who else is playing this game that wants to work with me right so i'm no longer paying you tribute come and get it yeah like <laughs> i'm gonna go find yeah. me protection from someone else give them my tribute yeah and uh which, fuck you. which probably what <laughs> was probably what milton's gonna do right especially you know with the whole um drama of, of the pikes coming to move in um but that's later it's later on the episode so that oh, I, I can yeah i can see yeah. that being a potential of where milton milton might go as far as needing protection oh yeah so yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll 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 get to that because th- there's definitely some eluding to things later on mm-hmm. so after that um he hires these kids as i don't know they're are they bodyguards like He's giving them jobs. I don't know what their purpose is supposed to be. I, yeah, at I guess first, just yeah, an extension of the Mandalorian. Spies, but that's not possible. Yeah. No, because uh, these ones stick out like a sore thumb in Tatooine, and we'll go into that later. Especially, <laughs> especially with their pretty bikes. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> so after that, um, Boba Fett returns to his <clears throat> healing chamber. And we have a mm-hmm. flashback to a much more recent time. That's why it's hard to tell how long he's been sitting in this chair as the Dwayne or mm-hmm. whatever they call him. Um, yeah. Dynamo. So, Dynamo. Yeah. What's the mm-hmm. Dwayne from? That's some, that must have been something else I was watching. Um, getting your stuff mixed up, homie. <laughs> so let me check my notes here. Oh, I missed one. So before he does that. He goes and so in the flashback, he goes and he finds the pikes and he's looking to get his tribute from yeah. the whole train thing in episode two. And they're all like, Well, you know, we've been paying the biker gang. Boba Fett's like, What? I kicked their ass. Like, <laughs> and so he's like, All right, I'm going to go handle this. So to go handle it, he's going to go get his Tuscan Raider friends. Mm-hmm. Makes sense to me. Right. And then, as you saw in the previous picture, somebody has completely destroyed the camp and killed all the raiders and we see yeah. um we see Boba Fett burning the bodies and all of that stuff mm-hmm. um you know th- this this flashback was almost pointless to me mm-hmm. because there was a point where he sees the he sees the bikers he sees the mm-hmm. the speed bike gang the speeder bike yeah. gang yeah. and uh that's it like he doesn't go go yeah on a, on a vengeance or, or yeah. yeah he well not even just a vengeance but he doesn't go and take care of them so he can get his tribute from the pikes right which yeah. is a very interesting name now i realize it that's a fish the pikes yeah, <laughs> pikes, yeah. i mean they look they look like a fish too kind of fishy <laughs> they are <laughs> they're both they literally look like and are kind of fishy yeah 
<laughs> yeah, that yeah, that's huh. <laughs> See what they did there. So good. I feel like this flashback was filler. Um, mm-hmm. it wasn't that like I mean yeah they they wanted to establish that the tribe had been taken out. Yeah, but other than that, it did it didn't serve any story progression. It really didn't. And maybe that's something we'll see, you know, maybe in episode four when he goes back and has a dream sequence. We can maybe see that more fleshed out as far as what happens after he, you know, burnt, you know, obviously he burnt the bodies. You know, he kind of, it, it seemed like he was uh, doing the whole disconnecting himself from that tribe. And so he can move on. Like he even burnt his staff. Right. The first you know, stick that he used, or the kids yeah. tried to use on him. Right. So maybe like, Cause yeah, like you were saying, what how it was left off in that dream sequence, it kind of really it didn't really go anywhere. Like you, you didn't see any um, um, redemption arc or a conclusion to like you know what you were saying, getting that tribute or talking or confronting the biker gang. Cause you know like he you even see where they see the the graffiti, the and I think I don't know if that's JL or whatever, but the bad biker gang, you see that, um, but nothing happens, right? It kind of just left off and he just wakes or you know continues so- on. I, I spend weird time in Star Wars Conspiracy Land, mm-hmm. and uh, the the that that symbol that they mm-hmm. put is supposedly yeah. the letter K in their alphabet. Uh, supposedly, like huh. I I I, I huh. it's just what I've heard. Um, like I don't I don't buy into it. Like the cons like the conspiracy. Like this kid's all like. They're taking Kathleen Kennedy out, blah blah blah, and I'm like, okay, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but anyways, um, so yeah, this really only served the purpose. Oh, there's two things. Uh, one, this completely might have destroyed the theory that Stephen and I were building in the last episode, where uh, Boba Fett is going to rally the all of the Tusken Raiders, like in avatar and mm-hmm. uh take to take on the huts take, at the end on. yeah so, like that that's possibly that's this is very well removed that possibility like by yeah. 95 98 yeah um, <laughs> yeah there's, there will be no uh uh no taking back the dune sea yeah. <laughs> with the Dustin raiders yeah and then what was my what was my other point oh well i can't remember so after that we get the part now okay so we could we th- you could use this to explain why nothing else happened in this mm. dream sequence where oops boba fett was abruptly woken up by a wookie yeah the, the, like he he the, the i i the name of this character is, is weird i don't remember what it is Kim, Kim, yeah King's i'm not gonna, or something I'm not like gonna, that. I'm not gonna try yeah who's yeah. calling wookie um, where's my where's my girlfriend? <laughs> so my girlfriend was was she was sleeping and she woke up on this part and she's all like, "Damn Chewbacca!" I was like, Man, "That's not Chewbacca." But, <laughs> okay. We call him Damn Chewbacca. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. So yeah, I laughed my ass off when I saw this face. I don't know why. I just thought it was so funny. I was like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious!" And so. The Huts have obviously sent their assassin, or he—he's a—he's a bounty hunter. But yeah, yeah. So they've sent their bounty hunter to go after 
Boba Fett, which is exactly what they told him they were going to do, essentially, at the end of their exchange in the second episode. They're like, you better watch yourself when you sleep. Yeah, like sleep lightly, sir. Sleep so lightly. my first question is, where are those punk-ass kids and his Gamorreans while they're sleeping? Right. Like, was no one standing out in front of the door, you know, while, you know, uh, Boba Fett's currently in the Bacta tank where he is completely vulnerable. Extremely you know? vulnerable. He, like, that's insane. Yeah. Yep, that 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 didn't make any sense. So we get a battle where I mean he 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 kicks Boba Fett's ass because he's just taken by surprise. I'll, I'll chalk right. that up. I I I think they've bitchified Boba Fett in this show. I will give them this one because yeah. was, who knows what that Bakta tank thing actually like? It's maybe it's a really super deep sleep. And you know what? He kind of does his own thing with his gaffy stick and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But he gets his butt kicked. The uh, the cyborgs come up and stab him a few times. And then he falls down the stairs with the Gamorreans, mm-hmm. which eventually leads him to getting Fennec, dropping him into the Rancor pit. Right. So I've got a couple of things with that fight. First one. This is corny as hell. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you remember this, but like, uh-huh. so he originally the Wookiee was down here with just the Gamorreans and they come running out through here. I don't know if you can see yeah. them out. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. come running out through here. And like this guy, he like jumps off the ledge and is all like a ninja. And it, it just mm-hmm. looked in my notes. I say it looks like a bunch of LARPers. <laughs> I mean, if even just this frame, this this frame mm-hmm. shot, like this free screen. It, yeah, it looks like just a bunch of kids dressed in, dressed in costumes ready to LARP away. Like it, it does not look uh, it does not. You know, look intense. It doesn't look uh um um what do you what's what I'm looking for? Intimidating. It doesn't like look real. Just, yeah, it doesn't look, look real. Yeah. Like it just super corny. Um yeah. luckily Fennec just drops his ass down in the Roncor pit and then she does something right. stupid. Which is a photo you saw earlier. She throws a blade oh, in Wookiee's hand. Blade. Yeah. Whereas yeah. all those kids were just standing around looking at him. In look, yeah, just they look were, like looking at him, like looking at his hand, like oh, you could, he there, all you had to do was step on him. But no, you're gonna give this master bounty hunter a blade, a, a blade that he can do probably endlessly things with. Let alone he'd been stabbed three or four times already, so he could right. take a whooping. Right. So, and that's that's just you know a minor complaint. I mean, no, they, no, they, they don't. They don't think anything about it. They don't address it or anything at all. Like when he's released, like he doesn't even try to escape or, you mm-hmm. know, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I mean, okay. I, they had numbers, mm-hmm. but I mean, still, man, that's a big ass. This, this guy's more buff than Chewie and Chewie could crack some skulls. Exactly. Like, yeah, we, we, we know based off just, you know, Star Wars movies and even off, Kotar, Knights of the Republic, because you have you had a Wookiee and Hanar, and you kind of heard his backstory. This like Wookies are fucking badass. <laughs> like they don't take no shit. They, don't, they can take at least ten yeah. by themselves. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, on like the Clone Wars mm-hmm. stuff. Like yeah, they they kick some ass. And those were a bunch of Boba Fett's. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yup. <laughs> so after that, the uh the the huts noticed they're like, oh, our bounty hunter never came back. 
<laughs> That's interesting. Should probably look into that. Probably go investigate this for a minute. <laughs> so they come with a gift. We're sorry for trying to kill you. Here's a rancor. Here's a rancor. <laughs> I like it. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, yeah that's, it's, that's it's cool. weird. It's super like, weird. Yeah. I don't I don't know why Boba Fett just doesn't put a couple lasers right in there for it and say whatever. Right. And it's it's so it's funny, right? So again, like my, my lady, my girl, she woke up and she's watching this with me. And so like you know, she's, she hasn't really watched Star Wars. I actually hasn't watched Star Wars at all. So it was interesting to kind of get her perspective of everything. But so, yeah, when this scene came in and, you know, like the huts are like, oh, we're so sorry we tried to assassinate you. Here's here's a here's a rancor for you. My girls are like, why would I want that? <laughs> <laughs> so, she was like, she said, she was like, why would I want that? Like, no, I don't want that. Like, I'll don't just let her, her watch the new ones. You have to watch them in the right order. Yeah. Like, yeah. you can't just start. You have to start at one. If you don't start know, at one, right. you lose everything. You lose that. Yeah, right. Lose all I mean, time. excuse me, start at four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, like, you know, it, it was funny because I was like, yeah, I mean that is a very weird gift. Like I, I, I agree. Like I don't like it's just you try to assassinate me and then you give me a rancor. Like mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> which I, I, I dig. Um, we'll talk yeah, about yeah. the rancor here in a bit. But so the huts go on to tell him about how the mayor has actually already promised this area to another syndicate. Mm-hmm. Something we were kind of discussing earlier about things being eluded, and so this syndicate apparently has the hut scared enough for them to take off which is crazy that's and they yeah and and they tell boba fett that he should do the same thing he's right. not into that he's like now nah, they just want enemies their enemies to fight because that would only increase their strength which mm-hmm. i mean absolutely that's sure. basic yeah. warfare right um See, what else do I get? Oh, another thing that was weird is like all of a sudden in this scene, the sister is openly talking directly to Boba. Mm-hmm. Where in the previous one, she was like, she's kind of acted like she was like too good to talk to yeah. Boba Fett. And so she right. would just whisper to her brother, and his her brother would translate. Yeah. And I believe they are brother and sister. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're That's twins. Yeah. Weirdly close relationship there. I um, mean, it's it's the huts. <laughs> I, like I said, I I like you were saying earlier, I the things that probably go down in in uh, uh huda i <laughs> yeah I think, I think i'm ancestry is probably up there <laughs> so we go on to the rancor now originally i was kind of upset about some of this but then i did some mm-hmm. research and and so this kind of answered a question of mine that i have had since childhood hmm. watching the rancor pit scene with luke skywalker mm-hmm. how the hell did job of the hut get that thing in there you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like that thing's just nasty angry thing of piss like right yeah. <laughs> they don't like yeah, anyone yeah. like yeah and yeah. so they kind of gave this story which i guess was in one of the books but the books are not canon anymore people right. um where the first person they ever saw would leave an imprint and then that's right and then yeah. and but now they also they also made them. I feel like they made the rancor even softer 
with the whole like they're just naturally peaceful they become very mm -hmm. loving like mm -hmm. more of that smoothing trying to smooth out rough edges it's it's the whole it's the whole pit bull analogy right where people think that pit bulls are aggressive creatures but then it's like no they're actually very loving as people turn to aggressive creatures mm -hmm. like that's kind of what i got with the rancor when they were which, talking about which is what boba fett wants boba fett wants an aggressive creature yeah he, he even said it's like i thought they're He's like, I thought there were, uh, what he said, uh, fighters. I thought they were warriors, or, or, or like, yeah. like warriors. Yeah. He wants to ride the damn thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I mean is bad. Not, yeah, yes, that's, that's that's dope. Um, but I, I he he was very uh, soft and cuddly with the rancor. Once again, mm -hmm. the softening of Boba Fett. I don't think, I don't think Boba Fett from the trilogy would have a smile like that, petting a rancor. Um, no. As a matter of fact, the, the helmet wouldn't have ever come off, but that's it would have never came off. That's yeah. but that's a that's that's a whole different other topic. Well, the reason the why whole... the hel the reason why the helmet comes off is because this guy's a Hollywood actor and he needs to be seen. He needs he needs to be seen. That's what that is. That's why that's why in all the Marvel movies they don't wear their masks mm -hmm. all that much. That's why the Mandalorian, especially in season two, needed to be out of his helmet more. Yeah. Um, but but I, I oh man, like I get it that you know actors. You know, they need to show their face so they can, you know, make money you and do stuff. A good but job, it's like, people are going to know who the hell you are. Right. But it's like, man, it, it goes back to, um, uh, shit, what is his name? Um, Herb, um, Herb, I can't think of his name. He was on, uh, Dread, the movie Dread. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Carl, Carl yeah. Urban. Carl okay. Urban. Right. Okay. Uh, love that. I love the fact he so never bad. took his helmet off. So, and, good. It was perfect, like because that's the character of Judge Dredd. He does not; he's just serious. He's stoic. He does not take his helmet off. And sure, people didn't really know that was collar. I knew it was collar. I mean, like I, his 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 mouth, like his his features in him that is just undeniable. That movie but doesn't get the respect it deserves. It really doesn't. It doesn't at all. But like that's a perfect example of how to create a character without having to show his face mm -hmm. or their face, right? Like even the first season Mandalorian. I thought was great even though we never saw his mm -hmm. face it was perfect i didn't yeah. even see his fucking face it was i love i love the sticks of their damn morals and their ethics exactly or whatever you want to yeah, call yeah. it right i love that i love the fact that i love that mysterious fact of like you don't know who underneath this person is and that's great you don't know if he's smiling you know if he's angry like you just do not know and i, I love that pissed. i was still pissed when he took it off at the end i knew it was going to happen yeah. like yeah before the show before the series even started you knew it was going to have to come off yeah yeah um and and they they tried to do it in a tasteful way and it was all right we tried but it was like still it just it just ruined it. it it ruined it for me like i was like i didn't want to see your face like you are you are the mandalorian to me you are a you're you're not a, like you're not a actual person you are a mm -hmm. character and that's perfectly fine to me i don't need to know in like you have you have your morals you have your laws you have your things and i like that it's cool i don't i don't need to see your face <laughs> so i knew when i saw the first episode that it was that guy Mm -hmm. I can't think. I can't remember the damn actor's name. Um, it's, it's uh, uh, Pete. Uh, Pete uh, he's actually a really good actor too. I just can't. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's I, like knew who, main, I knew who it was, and I was like, "Oh, cool." I mean, he was the main reason why Wonder Woman was, you know. Oh, oh. that's the second one. We don't talk about the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro uh, Pascal, yes. If it wasn't a, if it wasn't for him, I think. I mean, it's still a bad, bad movie. But like, he was definitely a uh, shining star. <laughs> we don't, we don't talk about movies where graping is acceptable. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. But either so, moving off on that tangent, yeah, him taking off. You're right. I, I can't see Bubba Fett being this smiling and cuddling with, with something where, mm-hmm. you know, him as a person, as, as someone we who know we know Bubba Fett, like he's a very like, no, nah, I am a warrior. Uh, I'm a bounty hunter. Stoic. Stoic. Yeah, stoic would be a perfect word for Bubba Fett. Even though it'd be like an evil stoic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's, you know, that's him. Like, that's, it's, it's the whole, like, you know, it's turning and it's, it's, and we're seeing a lot, right? With a lot of, our, uh, of villains or anti heroes. They're, they're turning into that, right? They're turning into this. Oh, they're just, they're just regular people. They just, they're, you know, um, you know, they have different motives, but they've just they're misunderstood, you know, mm-hmm. like Cruella DeVille. Like, no, I my, my I, I wanted my my example or like my uh example of Cruella DeVille is someone who's just purely evil. She hates dogs, she wants to turn them into to coats, and she's just purely evil. Like, I don't need a whole backstory of like, oh well, she just misunderstood. I'm like, no. Yeah, you see, that's <laughs> that's the whole trying to make things real. Like yeah. Like, like that. That's all they're trying to do is like, well, not everyone's pure evil, duh. <laughs> Except for maybe a very few select, um, what do you call them? Sociopaths. Sociopaths. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and 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 then you you, there's an argument for uh people that are just off their rocker, but that's that's a whole other conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, to be pure evil, you have to be, you know, a certain German from back in right. the day. Yeah, um, yeah. You know. How are you going to excuse that? Um, right. And 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 so they, they just feel like they have to like bring these characters back and show like a softer side of them. And it's like, no, this is fiction. Mm-hmm. It's okay to have the binary aspects of good and bad. That's what makes good storytelling. That's what makes exactly. heroes. And you know what? Yeah. I like a good bad guy. Thanos was the shit. Yeah. He was, like, he was ruthless, aggressive. And, like and you know what? Yeah. He had a soft side. He did. He but had. He was. He was a badass, and he had values, yeah. and they were fucking evil. But he stuck to them. He did, and you, you know what? Yeah, that's actually a really good example of how to write. Like, if if in this day in this day and age of writing a super like a super villain, Thanos is a good example of how to write a good super villain for this time frame, right? Still make mm-hmm. him super like he's completely like you know yes, no, he's a villain like you know right from Jump Street like this guy is evil, but. They did. They gave him character. They gave him personality. They, they understand. You know, you get the understanding like where he's coming from, but you still know his motives are extremely bad. You know, you, you won't be like, oh well, no, he's just misunderstood. You know, he had a troubled child. Like, no, he's no, he's fucking evil. Like, he's, like what he wants to do to the universe is pure fucking evil. But you know, yeah, it's, who that's what I made him God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so like, I, <clears throat> I don't think Boba Fett was ever meant to be an anti-hero. Mm-hmm. Um, or and he's definitely not an anti-villain. Um, yeah. but you know, they're just because there's so little of him in the movies. Like, yeah, they can kind of do whatever they want with him. Right. I mean, people didn't like Boba Fett because he was soft and cuddly. People like Boba Fett because he's a badass bounty hunter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, yeah. <laughs> he shot first. He didn't give a shit. He was about the money. <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah. The money, which he gave up earlier in this episode. Which, yeah, Boba Fett would never do that shit. He would not. So, we're going to move on. We're going to move on to uh, what is the most, probably the most memeable thing about this entire series. 
Oh my god, those fucking bikes. <laughs> These bikes. <laughs> the Mighty Morphin Cyber Rangers, Cyborg Rangers, the the I've Mighty saw Morphin Cyber Rangers. I love that. I saw people calling them the Jetsons. Um <laughs> to me it kind of looks like something that could have been in Back to the Future 2. Yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly, it it doesn't fit. It does not fit in the Star Wars universe. It was funny. So, like, when I saw these bikes, I was all like, I don't think I've ever seen, besides maybe, like, the blasters, I've never seen this much color in a Star Wars. Wrong planet. Yeah. You want to do this on Coruscant or, you know, somewhere where there's color, not the desert? Like, it sticks out dirty. They're not dented. They're not faded. There's two suns on Tatooine. Yeah. And these things look crisp. Yeah. We'll get into the economics of this at the end of the episode. Because <laughs> there's some shit that comes up <laughs> that just annihilates these the, the existence of these four. Right. Um, so, anyways, this is him. He's going to the mayor. The mayor's been kind of like holding off because, you know, the mayor asked this new syndicate, told this, gave the land to this new syndicate. And mm-hmm. so, all the feds are like, well, fuck you. I'm coming in just like he did last time. Um, turns out the mayor's not there, and it's just his. I, I keep calling him the assistant, but I know he has like some official title. I think he's just a clerk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, and the clerk come. The clerk's all like, "Okay, yeah, let me. You know, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me go check." And so he goes in and he locks the door. Typical right. Star Wars fashion, except a little corny. But mm-hmm. the whole, yeah, let me go look thing that I, I feel like that's been in Star Wars since the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah. Star Wars at least. Right. Um uh, so he ends up taking off and he comes around. Did I get the screenshot of that one thing? Because this is just funny as hell, too. No, I didn't. <laughs> um but it, it was of them loading up. I couldn't get it without that guy in the yellow being blurry. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, so he comes he comes out from behind this building and comes swooping around the front mm-hmm. and uh Boba Fett, Boba Fett and Fennec are like, go get him. And so the, the scooter gang takes off right. and this is quite possibly the worst chase scene ever because mm-hmm. the speeders, the, the, the speeders, the Vespa things looked so slow. The, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was, yeah. It, and they sound like they're hauling ass. Like sound, typical yeah. Star Wars sound, not typical Star Wars Speed graphics or, work. Yeah, it did. They, they did seem super slow. The pacing of the chase scene just—it did not feel intense. You know, there was no um, no drama behind it. And yeah, like the bikes. Yeah, they just they just I don't I don't know who decided to like to the color choice for these bikes or in style, which it just it just does not fit. I've spent a little bit of time thinking about that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why green? <laughs> yeah. Why not purple or orange? I like, um, because the other three are primary. Mm-hmm. And then also they originally had, there were seven people in that original photo. Mm-hmm. Um, where is it? This one here. One, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five. Six. There is one where there's seven of them. I didn't get that one. But so you've got there might be someone behind her over here. So I mean you could have had like seven, six or seven of them and had a mm-hmm. bunch of colors. 
I just, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, color theory and all that shit. Like, yeah, like, yeah. No, I didn't no, think it was sure. green. Like, <laughs> yeah. right. I mean, I, I would have chosen green personally, or I'd have gone green or purple. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. So they, they, they chase the mayor's clerk person thing, and uh, we get probably the best part, uh, the best ass shot in booty shorts that Disney will ever give us. <laughs> a little bit of that tweet like action <laughs> oh man that's great <laughs> and and so you know they, they go on and they capture him um uh-huh. boba fett uses his jetpack for the first time which why didn't he just do that and jump in the dude's vehicle and just knock him the hell out like mm. Who, who knows? Once again, low, low fuel. Who knows? I don't know. Could have been useless. Well, so he 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 showed up right where he crashed. That's true. Which means he he was probably flying for a while. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I was happy to see he finally used it. Yeah. So, and that's pretty much the end of the episode. We then go into where we're really going to talk about these kids. Um. So at the very end, after they captured the mayor's assistant, the uh, cyborg guy saw a bunch of pikes coming off the Star Cruiser, and he puts mm-hmm. a call into Boba Fett to let him know. Boba Fett says, "Thank you. Keep an eye on them," and then fucking apologizes for saying it. Right? He's like, "I didn't mean, you know, because like, this kid has a cyborg guy." Right. Boba Fett apologized. <sighs> Kids are like, it's all good. Do it for possibly hurting someone's feelings. Boba Fett would not do. Boba Fett wouldn't care. He would not care. <laughs> like, what crime lord gives a shit like that? <laughs> like that much. Like that's yeah. So I I don't like really. I don't know. Is Boba Fett a good guy or a bad guy? I I can't. I because like the way he tr- handled the whole, um thing with the water mm-hmm. he's not a water farmer he's like a water seller he wasn't even a farmer he procured it and anyway so the way he handled that that's kind of a bad guy thing and it's kind mm-hmm. of a good guy and I, and I guess that's where we're, we're supposed to exist in this limbo but like this is just, clearly just, heavy yeah. on good guy side it's definitely not yeah it's definitely good guy points which yeah it's just I, it's it's weird right it's it's creating all of these and it's it's mostly Disney, right? They're creating all their villains oh, yeah. and making them gray, the gray area, right? They're not necessarily bad and necessarily good. They're just, you know, which is boring. Mis- <laughs> it's super boring, right? Like I don't want my Boba Fett to be apologizing to punks uh, because he made a a comment, a witty comment about. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. You know, like who cares? It's just I'm mean, even Fennec saw like she's more uh, stoic and more villainous like than Boba Fett, because mm-hmm. Panic, she's all like, do you want me to kill this? Like, kill the... When the clerk came in the first time uh, uh, in the first episode, right, when they're doing the tribute thing, and then, you know, the clerk mayor is all like, oh, you know, no, I don't give you tribute, you give the mayor tribute, and then Fennec's all like, do you want me to kill this guy? Like, the fuck? Like, you don't talk to Boba Fett. <laughs> yeah, Fennec is definitely harder, and you know what? She's the only one that, that she doesn't get... There's no character development on Fennec. Zero. None. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like yeah. the she's kind of like the Finn of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is disappointing. She's, just, she's very disappointing. Because I like Agent yeah. May. 
Right. Or Mulan. And <laughs> uh, was she in the cartoon or the live action? No, she was she was Mulan. She was a cartoon. Oh, was she? she was oh, I didn't know that. Cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She was, yeah, yeah, she's voice actor. Yeah. She's too. a voice actress for Mulan. Yeah. Hard pass on that live action. Um Yeah, hard, hard. Very hard pass. Well, you Which know, she you showed know. up, you know, she did a cameo for it. But, oh, that's yeah. that's cool. I, I just have a problem mm-hmm. with movie movies giving thanks to CCP slave camps. <laughs> um <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. No, yeah. Um so the next thing that this kid says, he says, Oh, don't worry about it. You didn't offend me. I paid a lot for this eye. I paid a lot for this eye. This kid who bought a robot eye and installed it in his face. This is serious. Couldn't afford water. water <laughs> bought a robot eye. <laughs> How does that work? I'm so confused. <laughs> Oh, not to mention the shiny Vespas that him and his broke-ass friends all have with their expensive robot parts. Right, but they're so broke that they have to steal water. You know, know, unless all their money is going to their augmentations and... Priorities, bitches. That's why you suck. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's like... (laughs) Also, don't worry, I paid a lot of money for these augmentations, but I cannot. But, you know... Water? No, that's yeah. too expensive. So Disney decided yeah. to glorify poor life choices. Exactly what I that know. is. I yeah, it's exactly what that was. I and then you know have these. I would I would. So anyone watching this, send your prayers, thoughts to Steve. He is still sick. He's feeling. He was apparently feeling worse today than he was last week. Um. Yeah. Hopefully he's here next week. I, I wish he was here so we could spin this, spin my shit around. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's he's definitely our, our he's our voice of reasoning. He is he is he is our voice of hope. I yeah, thoroughly yeah, enjoy yeah. that he still likes Star Wars. I I I'm jealous. Um, <clears throat> I just I I I need I like good storytelling. Um, agreed. Agreed. And I mean, and that's, you know, that's what I want to see in my Star Wars, right? It's I want to see good storytelling for these characters. The character and development the way... was the key to the original uh, yeah. trilogy. The character development, right. Han Solo and Luke Skywalker character development. And like you, you mm-hmm. could argue Princess Leia, but she obviously wasn't in it nearly as much as the other two. Um, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, I'd like and 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 no hate towards Princess Leia. I'm just I'm just saying, she she just wasn't in it as much, um, and and she was definitely more of a. Uh, she was kind of more of a side character just because of like her position of power, that mm-hmm. she had. Yeah, um, I I enjoyed Princess Leia as, um, when she kissed Luke. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but. <laughs> The, the the they they even they did they they brought her yeah the the story between her and Han that was definitely mm-hmm. some of her character development there um mm-hmm. and just, just the the way that they developed those three characters because is what made it be uh, the watching Luke go through all of this and watching Han Solo become a fucking man and mm-hmm. and you know like like that was 
That's why you watch it. I mean, and then you had fucking laser swords and laser guns and shit. Right. They add on top of that, like add on top of good character story development. Like you're right. All, all three of them, you know, but mostly, you know, Han and Luke, the, 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 the character growth and development between them, like seeing from episode four to episode six, it was, it was beautiful. And it made sense, right? Like it made sense how Han Solo would change from just a scoundrel to mm-hmm. like not giving a shit to like having stake in what happens in, you know, as far as the galaxy. Yeah, you know, having stake. Yep, exactly. Yeah, and even because in the he beginning invested. he was all like he invested. Yeah, right. Because even in the beginning, like the you know uh, episode four, like you know when he first get introduced to him, he's all like, "I don't give two shits about the galaxy." You know, I'm just here for the money. But then like stakes were raised, and he's all like, "Wait, you know, there's this is I do have a stake in this, and this is I can make this is important. Like I can change this. You know, that's good fucking story development, and you know, not just." Now you got these the, the new Star Wars, and it's like, and it's crazy because they they had the groundwork for the new introduced characters, like for Ray, Finn, and all of them, right? Like in yeah. Episode Seven, like they had the groundwork for it, and then just completely botched it. And you're mm-hmm. like, so I can't I can't talk about the original trilogy, um, <laughs> but the one thing I will say is I am so fucking disappointed with how they handled Finn. Finn was the best part oh, in Episode was- Seven. He was. He and, was great. And, and they uh, shat all over that. All over, man. I uh I felt so bad. Like I felt so bad for Finn, the Finn character. Like there was so much potential in that character. Mm-hmm. And and it was it was even crazier because I so I was talking to someone about that too, right? Especially when you know the first teaser came out for episode seven. And you know, it it kind of made it seem that you know Finn might be in touch with the force and and that would have been perfect because you have this stormtrooper and then you do and then, okay so here's what i feel they messed up you gave these stormtroopers a backstory like you know these are these are kids who were uh stolen whatever the case may be you it's which is a, like a very compelling story like that's a very that's something that's really interesting i'll be yeah. very intrigued to, oh, to, to watch something like that um hold on oh what'd you do you break shit. My brother called me. Oh. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> no worries. <laughs> it's cool. Um, but yeah, like you, you, you create this, 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 these development as far as hey, these these stormtroopers, like they're they these are you know just regular people, and then you have this character Finn that you know as an audience, you know he's the one we're kind of, you know implanting ourselves in because he's the the fish out of water type thing like it's it's a brand new world for him trying to figure himself out type thing right um and then you tease that you know he may have the you know he might be force sensitive and he carries a lightsaber and then you turn around it's actually ray and it's this boring ass character no one fucking cares about it's like and then you just keep botching finn more and more as a fucking movie it's like ah you you it's it's horrible it was horrible it's horrible horrible sorry finn <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he got he got shafted so damn hard, and I don't blame him for being upset because I believe yeah. he's rather upset with how Disney handled that whole thing because he was mm-hmm. set up to be a badass, and then he was Rand Johnson destroyed the shit out of that. Yeah, because he wanted Ray to fall in love with Kylo or something. I don't know. That was stupid. It was so stupid. <laughs> Made no sense. Anyways, this has been an excellent conversation. We are now at an hour and 30 minutes. I think this is our longest episode. We seem to do this. Um, Steven, come back. 
right. come back to us, please. Sure. So let's let's wrap up. What are you what are you what are you getting into this next week? All right. So what am I getting this next week? Um, definitely would check out the new episode of Boba Fett's when that drops. Um, I got some gaming to do. Haven't done that for a minute. And then I'm going to. I think yeah. Next week I oh so my gender reveal party is happening next Sunday. So I got to get all that finalized throughout the week. So that's going to be fun. And then, um, yeah, I'm going to start. You know, the NFL playoffs are on. Look, look, <laughs> right. I, feel, I feel my baby is more important than some, some, some football players. Okay. I'm going to just say that right now. All right. I'm just, I'm just going to say that. I don't care for no, no cares on no football players. I just care about my baby. <laughs> I, I, I talk about how the NFL playoffs are going on. And I think there might be a game on like right now. Probably is. It's fine. Whatever. Um, but yeah, and other than that, I'm going to dedicate myself this week to actually start writing myself for content. You know, start getting Sweet. start yeah, getting things going. Very cool. Yeah, man. So for me, I am going to I'm, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna watch Boba Fett again just because I want to know what the hell the syndicate is. <clears throat> um I look for one reason each episode. Of why I should return that, and then also it's really easy because, like, what the hell else am I going to watch Wednesday morning while I'm working? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna keep watching Cobra Kai. I might I might kill off season two this week. Nice. And then tonight and or tomorrow, probably streaming Witcher two as well as Monday because I get Monday off. Oh, okay, you know, actually, I don't know. do I get? I I should probably check if I get Monday off. Most places probably. don't. Yeah, I get I get Monday and Juneteenth off. That's what's up. Yeah. I'll, I think I know. Oh, OK. So I know our company did implement a I forgot what they called it, but it's a floating holiday <laughs> or something. Yes. There you go. A floating holiday that you can take, which, yeah, they they mentioned they highlighted MLK and Juneteenth as I'm like getting stared at. <laughs> the, I feel like I'm just getting sent out through the Zoom channel. <laughs> like, like this is for you, Avery. If you want to take a routine, I'm all like, yes, I, I will. Thank oh, you. It's terrible. I would just <laughs> take was, my birthday off. Like, whatever. Right. Like, yeah, it just it just felt super awkward because like or make a you know, make a long weekend longer or something. Like, <clears throat> yeah, it, it just felt super awkward. But I, I'm oh, probably yeah. yeah, I'll take MLK because I think I have like a shit ton of PTO anyway. So I'll just just take it off just for shit's sake. Whatever. You and can't then, have more PTO than I do. How much PTO you got? Unlimited. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have unlimited PTO. I mean, straight up. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's weird. We'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And and so, yeah, I'll be streaming The Witcher. Um, I am not doing my Boba Fett review because I am far too behind for an episodic. I will consider doing a summary, but I think Steven's going to do that, and I'll just let him do that. Mm -hmm. Um. Because I think that would be really cool. I am actually good. So I don't know if you noticed. We've got a new logo. Avery killed it on that. And I am going to try my hand at making some more motion graphics for us to have some intro stuff that we could put on the beginning of our videos. Mm -hmm. And maybe one day this will be a real YouTube channel. Right. We can we getting official up in here. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note, uh Thanks for watching. If you liked, subscribe, leave a thumb up, and uh, keep it nerdy. Take care, guys.